This is CliffCentral.com. Rich has been out and about because that's the nature of his life. He's been all over the place. He is, um, well, he's one of our, our feature guys. And every Monday he comes in and gives us a reality check, which is basically taking all of your bad ideas and making them known to you and just becoming a little bit better at life. Rich, it has been, well, weeks, months. Yeah, it's been, it uh, been ages. Long? I think the first or second week of October I was here. Oh, okay. Then I did a, a speaking tour. I was in Germany. Then I was in Nairobi. And then obviously around Joba Durban, Cape Town. So it just has never quite worked out uh, uh, for me to try and uh, <laughs> and come in. So well, I missed you guys. Well, it's okay. Michael was expecting a present, but we'll move straight on from that. M- Michael got a present. I went in there and gave him a quick <laughs> while, while we were waiting, which was nice. Oh, okay. Michael, good angle, buddy. Come on. Come on, good angle. <laughs> out of nowhere, just a little pegging yeah, yeah, session little, in the booth. Yeah, so I missed the whole pegging thing. I got in right to the back of it. So I'm very curious as to what pegging is. I did get the kind of vibrating panties while I'm traveling thing. I think it's a bit of a waste. I mean, the idea of traveling is there's a chance for both Jazz and I to rub one out by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> like you're missing you know, a trick a, a little DIY session. A little bit Do of DIY yourself. Like it's, it's almost kind of like Shit man Sometimes it's hard enough To get yourself In the same mood When you're in the same city Now you've got to coordinate When you're in a different time zone <laughs> Oh listen Do you want to go to bed quickly Well it's lunchtime Um Come on <laughs> And then I just like what's, 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 little send a little vibro panty <laughs> action, yeah. And then she can just take them off anyway and go, oh wow, this oh, yeah, is amazing. Yeah, yeah. She'll, yeah. She'll, just, she'll just lie. Meanwhile, it's, it's on the it's on the dog's head, and, and you actually <laughs> don't want it to be that good because I know it's supposed to be about this intimacy that is her and I. But the other thing is, like, I, it's bloody unfair. Because I'm sitting there and I've got my app and I turn it on and then I control and she's like, yeah, 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 just like that, just like that. And then you have to catch up by yourself. And it's very manual. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got to stop every few seconds to try and get the, the setting right on the app for the panties. So you're readjusting the panties and then you have to kind of get yourself going again. <laughs> anyway, it's not an ideal situation, so I'm going to stick to straight like... Um, you, you're going to stick to the traditional way of doing things. Also, can I say as well, traveling, I travel quite a lot. Traveling is like sex Lent, okay? <laughs> it's like you're going away. Honestly, mm. I've never wanted her vagina more. When you get back? <laughs> when you get back. While you're away? When you come home. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, it may, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, but also makes the go a bit hornier and uh and i think this is a powerful thing and why would you ruin that it's actually quite a nice idea of holding back and holding back and holding back and so true huh? it really is i mean t- trust rich to obviously put the perspective into this well but it is. listen if that if if that penguin taught us anything is that sometimes when your partner leaves then you, you just carry on with somebody else are you talking about this penguin here <laughs> i'm talking about he follows them is this this thing with a baseball this bat yes. I, I mean <laughs> With I was riding on my motorbike on the way here listening to this thing and I'm trying to picture what's going on. I have no idea. You gotta tweet that link out so I can watch. Rich, it is a full three minute video, the okay? The way to get to him is with a beak attack. I mean listen to that sound. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like me in a hotel. Penguins <laughs> usually use their beaks to gouge their burrows. Now they are gouging out eyes. Like he's really getting stuck in there. These two are just fighting for the, the death, and she's like suddenly going, oh, "Okay, if you must." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Come> on, guys. <laughs> but you know it, it gets see? it gets really bloody. I mean, they're eating each other's faces. This is like Walking Dead here. It gets Jesus. so graphic. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, tweet that link. I want to watch it. You know what I did see is that uh, Planet Earth, ten years on. I don't know if you guys saw the things mm-hmm. on Facebook this weekend. That that very famous documentary the BBC did called yeah, Planet yeah. Earth. Uh, they launched today the new version, Planet Earth Two. Okay. And it just looks 
off the charts. Just the technology we have for filming this stuff has just got to a point that is... I reckon they can go into a dumpster and they can make it look amazing. There's something about how these guys film things, how they get the angles, and how they get to actually interact with the animals. It's like, and here, the eagle flies towards its prey, but it's like got a GoPro. You're on the eagle. Like I don't understand it. The footage is just next level, just in the trailer, and I thought, wow. So Jazz has been trying to get me to watch the first one since I met her. She says it's just amazing. So seeing and watching the trailers for the second one, I realized, okay, I've got to uh, go back, watch the first one, and then watch the second one, which comes out today. Nice. But look, it's quite an investment of time, but it's one of those those things nowadays. You obviously watch things either stream it or you pirate it, or whatever. You've actually got to buy the DVD box set of that. Yeah, so it's a thing the, to have. The only reason to have Blu-ray in the entire world is to have this. That it's one of those things you have and you tell people about. I bought the Blu-ray for the Isle of Man TT. Uh, oh, of course, yeah. Being, uh, being a biker, that's yeah, a must. And yeah, it's just next level. Unbelievable. Just sometimes you just want to, you actually don't realize what you lose in streaming. We've got fiber and it streams pretty well and things like that. And you kind of get used to, but we've actually got used to a standard that isn't quite as crisp mm. as, as it was before. And every now and then, then you stick in a Blu-ray onto your, your super high def TV and you're like, wow, this is, this is off the charts. Yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of series, have you guys been watching, have you seen a series called Impastor? No. It's about this dude. He's like a bit of a gangster and he runs away and he uh, he basically has to take on this other guy's life to run away from these guys he owes money. And he falls into this other dude's life and he becomes a pastor who is gay. So he becomes an impastor. It is properly <laughs> funny. It, it's, it's a really rad show. If you get a chance to watch the like 20-minute episodes, uh, I watch it through Aurora. But, um, yeah, it's very cool. Okay. Well, I'm going to add that to our chat with Jared as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, stick around, Rich. We're going with our full-on. We're having our big TV cleanse where we just get everything together what's worth watching what's not worth watching Rad. all those kind of things yes Michael I'd love to ask Rich a question it's got yes, to do with plugging what? again no no it's got nothing sexual what's your <laughs> view yeah. on gifts when someone else goes overseas ah, yeah Rich when Bring you, when you, gifts. When you yes. go overseas how many, I mean you must always be gifting yeah uh, but let's also make it known here that this isn't for your family these are just idiots that you work with no, okay, so you actually have to stop that. You have to nip it in the bud. So we, we've often had a rule on gifting. Sometimes, uh, so first of all, for the kids, I cut that off ages ago because <laughs> I used to come home and then they would look at me and they would just say, what did you bring us? And I realized I'm traveling like every single month. I, I'm traveling somewhere. Like between now and January, it's uh, Washington, Dubai, France, Iceland, uh, Dubai, Canada, Portugal, Puerto Rico. Like, I can't, if I'm buying gifts from every one of those things, the travel just won't be worthwhile. <laughs> like, I'll be broke. However, what I do think is a slight exception to the rule is if you see something when you're traveling and you think, man, so and so would love that, then I try to pick it up. It's not, and so it's not a case of that it's expected. And I am mindful. If I, if that so and so is the same person every time, then I stop. Uh, and then the other rule is Jazz wants a Christmas decoration. So that's my one tradition. She wants a Christmas decoration from everywhere that I travel to. Oh, and that, like okay. that's cool because yeah. then you like can always have that. Thing. Yeah. yeah, you always yeah. have that, and it's going to be cool every year. You go remember this, and then it's quite tricky though. I think like the one I wish you'd go for. I keep trying to get her to move to snow globes <laughs> because they're super. Like you can get a snow globe everywhere. Sometimes like throughout the year in certain cities you can't get it. Uh, uh, Christmas decorations. So I buy like this dodgy ornament and try to figure out how to make it look <laughs> Christmassy. Festive. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a tradition, and I guess the nice thing is that um, 
uh, there is a little bit of a keepsake when the tree goes up and the, all the different places that we or I have traveled are all represented. It's, it's kind of nice. But there shouldn't be this expectation that every time somebody travels, they should bring you back a gift. Right. No. And you know what I do? Oh, the other thing about the, the Christmas decoration thing and why I quite like small things of tradition. So funny enough, my hairdresser I've been going to since I was 16, he collects teaspoons. So every now and then I get him a teaspoon. If you see those teaspoons or those little things. And what I like is the idea, like say with Jazz, she says to me, buy me a Christmas decoration. Sometimes they cost a dollar, like two, three dollars. It's, it's a gift that all it says is, I was thinking about you enough while I was gone to get something that I know is nice for you. But it wasn't, shit, I'm traveling and I'm spending a huge amount of money and significant. Because it used to be like perfume and stuff. Yeah, but see, I'm trying bizarre. to get away from the perfume because it's universal. Right. And it's also universal and expensive. Yeah. And actually, I don't even feel, it's not like you can't get it here exactly. or anything. It doesn't feel special at all. The other thing about perfume, to me, perfume says... When I was on the plane, in fact, now you can actually buy at a duty-free store in OR Tambo Arrivals Hall. Yep. So you actually don't even need to think about you while you're there. You can still pay duty-free rates as you walk out the door. And I think it's very generic. So I would like to, I mean, for people who do travel a lot and, and families, I encourage you to try and find some sort of meaningful tradition. Uh, so my family, they used to always say to us, uh, we had a, a standard rule, but now even that I've kind of let slide a bit, but it was a fridge magnet. Just something that says where you're going, something small. And you can walk into one souvenir shop, you buy five of those things, all different, you come back and you give them to your sisters or your brother or whatever the case may be. Yeah, and that's I, the one thing I've done. Like our fridge now, you look at it. And there's memories there. So well, you like look at it. We've never invited us over, so you know. <laughs> Richard, I've never invited anyone over. I've got to be frank with everyone. Mubs, have you been to my house? No. Michael? No. Yeah. Only a few staff members here have babysat at your house. Well, the only person, the only person I've ever had around is the guy who looks after the cat. He doesn't actually have a house. He has like a, a like a little. It's a gym he lives in, and he he sleeps on a bench at <laughs> night. You know, and he just wakes up in the morning and he's doing curls with his. It's like his, a cat shrine going on in uh, the corner. Yeah, yeah. As a cat shrine. How many cats you got? Just one. Just one. Just yeah, one. But I Jeez, mean, relax. you have to exaggerate everything. <laughs> <laughs> Can someone tell me what pegging is? With a, um, Mubs, you do it. Pegging is a, a role reversal, the, the reversal of traditional roles. So um, f- with you, Rich, you would have your wife put a strap on and she would... Um, ah, up my tot. Yes, because, um, the, the you know, stimulation of the prostate area is a very... Um, Satis- I mean, satisfying thing, apparently. Strap on is a little bit extreme, though. I don't mind if she pops a pinky or something, you know. <laughs> but exactly, this is if, my if point. Do you not think it's a bit too far? I, I don't know if I'm ready to go, to go full, to go full. And also, you're in the moment, right? You can get away with almost anything sexually when you're in the moment. Like when you guys, are, sometimes after we finish, we're like, holy crap, what did we just do? <laughs> How did we just do that? But at the time, it mm. felt like, yeah, it's totally acceptable. It's totally acceptable. You know, bring me that cucumber. And, uh, and, and the thing is that if you have to stop, if I, if Jazz's like, oh, I want to try to stick something in your ass. And I was like, okay, cool. Do it. Do it. And she said, hold on, stopped and got up and started putting on a strap on. Yeah. You hear this <laughs> yeah, like, hey, industrial hey, Velcro strap hey, coming hey, out. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. You just hear, <laughs> we're done. Okay. <laughs> 
That's Look, it. That's uh, it. Yeah, apparently a lot of straight men are very uncomfortable about the whole thing. So, so Rich, is that a maybe on uh, the pegging then? Yeah, no, that's, that's an ixnay on the egg pay. Okay, but I will say, guys, if you if you don't like a little bit of like rubbish around the bummage, <laughs> you got to give it a try. I mean, try everything once, you know? Yeah, open mindedness. Yeah, everyone, open assedness. Everyone, <laughs> everyone always says, no, 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 I'd never do that. Yeah, you do. We all know that when you guys get filthy behind closed doors, you do. Do the gnarliest yeah. stuff ever. Exactly. People aren't going to admit it. They go, you know, actually, yes. Yeah. Last Sunday we pegged yeah. all day. Yeah. It was- I'm yeah. going to leave this with you, but Jazz and I had this one thing once that we did, <laughs> <laughs> and it was not. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> it was it was more stupid than anything, and we vowed never to tell anyone. Mm-hmm. We've now officially told two people, and the look on their face, like. Why would you possibly do that? <laughs> Made us realize that our original decision to never, but at the time, like also we've never done it again. At the time, it just seemed like, hey, yeah, okay, <laughs> give this a bash. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy things. And that's the fun. I don't think though she has a window of opportunity to, and also when in the proceedings you put it on. Cause honestly, if I walk home now, go home for a quick one and she's like, hey, listen, thought I'd try this pegging thing. And she's got this big strap on there. I'm like, Dude, there's absolutely no way. Mm. I so reckon th- she's got to take you by surprise. She's got to take you by surprise. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, how does she do that? How do you take somebody by surprise in that way? Post shower. Yeah, no, no. I think what she has to do, right, is she's got to put on a little negligee thing. And then she's got to strap it up <laughs> so I don't see it. And then she's got to get on top and do the normal. <laughs> and then do that for a while and say, you know, turn over. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you turn over, just unstrap it. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Get you good. The problem is, the problem is, she'd be laughing so much at she, the prospect yeah, exactly. that it would actually be like, <laughs> and between there would be tears on both sides of my tears of pain and her tears of laughter. <laughs> anyway, so I actually had stuff to talk to you guys about it, but oh, I think what okay, we should do, yes. no, no, no. My feeling is that why don't we, do, this has been much more fun. And I was worried that my topic was a bit of a downer. It's a bit of a why I think, uh, fees must fall as an argument. Uh, is something that needs more thought. And I think there's a better thing that must fall. And I think that we're attacking the wrong problem. So I think what I'll do is leave that for next week. Because I quite like the idea that we've been talking sex and pegging and, and all of well, these yeah, things. Well, yeah, I just think that pegging is something that everyone should be mindful of. At least offer it up as an option. Absolutely. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I mean, Absolutely. you don't have to do it. You know, yeah, but at least... Why is it called pegging? I have no idea. I don't know where the word comes from. Um... I don't know. I would have probably gone with plugging more than pegging, but I mean, like, that's just semantics at this stage. Plugging. No, it's not semantics. Words are important, right? Yeah. The, the terms you use for something make it a lot more more likely of where they're going to do it. Hey, dude, did you get pegged last night? Yeah, man. <laughs> that's never going to happen. Two guys at the gym. Anyway. Just, just high-fiving over their wife's ability to peg. Yeah, oh, it's probably not going to happen. She makes you kind of comfortable, I must say. Okay. So can I tell you one thing that yes. happened to me this week? Yes. Sorry, yes. just on this topic of, I guess this. Now, I know you know those those jokes that start when people say, "I'm not racist, but okay." Well, I'm going to do a am not homophobic, but okay. Okay. So I've had a bit of a sore back. I've been training quite hard. Jazz says to me, "Hey, do you want to go for a massage?" Cool, cool, cool. She says, okay, we're going to go to this massage place in uh, the Buzz Center. It's just like Thai massage place. It's super rad. She says she goes there quite often. And there's this little dude called Yuck. 
and he's got super strong hands and he's going to give you a massage. Now, I've been to like dudes for a sports massage before and it tends to be a pretty matter of fact thing. Hey man, did you see the rugby this week? Yeah, sure. That, that knot in your back is proper, right? It digs in an elbow. You don't feel anything bad at all. So I sit there. So I get in, get off my clothes. I'm sitting in my jocks and all of a sudden this like tender music starts like bow, 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 wow. Setting the mood. No, yeah, not the mood. The lights go down and this dude walks in and he's like, hara. And, and so he sits there and he says, ah, hello, Mr. Lilax, Lilax. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I don't know how relaxed I'm going to be with this thing. Anyway, Jazz had told me he's got very, very strong hands. So I get lying onto this thing and I'm lying face down first on this mat. He starts moving the towel down and then he tucks my, 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 my jocks into my my bum cheeks mm. so now i'm like in a g-string mm. a little uncomfortable he oils up his hands and starts rubbing my ass and i thought wow you went straight in there <laughs> it's giving me a bit, a bit of an ass get lower back just to get the get your a bit of an ass wrap. i'm now convinced jazz is sitting on the other bench like <laughs> so then he does the thing that i never want to happen i hear this noise like a leapfrog he jumps on the bed with me he puts his knee between my legs. Okay, so he's now, straddling I can you now. Feel, he's straggling me. I can feel the fabric of his loose tie outfit banging against my testicles. <laughs> and he sits there. Now, he doesn't give me a hard back rub. He's gently oiling my back. I have never felt so uncomfortable. For one hour, I was like, no, man. I actually had to question, but, but you're not homophobic. No, you're not, but I, this is a man rubbing me. And then he would gently, gently rub and he's rubbing around your legs. And it was a little bit of a testicle touch. Very weird. Okay, question. At what see, stage did I you feel uncomfortable? I, I don't go for these, for these massages. Is, is there, is it usually a woman who gives you the massage or, I mean, what's, what's the setting there usually? Yeah, yeah. So usually generally what would happen. So actually for me, I'm not a big fan of massage. Yeah. I do massage as a thing uh, to do it as a nice couples thing. For me, a massage is like a very functional thing. I wouldn't mind going to a physiotherapist or a sports yeah, masseuse and just getting the stuff worked out. The whole relaxing thing doesn't work for me. I can find it quite boring. I want to go in and say, Hey man, just work out this in my back and do soft tissues stuff but um but i also understand it's quite a nice thing to do and it's a it's a nice evening out so usually for me uh, a girl and uh, the, let me tell you why because these time massages they take make take off most of your clothes mm. and what happens is they do get a little bit too close mm. so they do gently they're rubbing the top of your legs and there's a little bit of and then they, oh yeah that happened and you know what there as well they're bitches because right at the point where they do that little rub they say oh miss that please turn over like not now well, I'm, I'm camping down now here. Yeah. Is not a good now it's a good time. And then you start thinking, dead puppies, dead puppies, dead puppies, dead puppies, to try and get it back, back on track. But then, anyway, so this dude, none of that. So then it turned over. And usually what happens is by the time we get home, I, I'll, I'll, I'll do pegging. I'll do anything. I, I'm so ready to go. You're by the time you get to get home from the massage, that she's going to get it properly. And uh, that's the advantage of it. Not the same. I couldn't. No matter how much I felt like it on Tuesday, I couldn't go home and say, all right, now you're getting it. She'd be like, oh, what are you thinking of, mister? <laughs> so anyway, that was, a, that was a little bit of a story. And I'll leave you with that. Thanks, Rich. Thank, thanks for all of that. I yeah. think we got more more of you out of this interview now than we've had for for months. And yeah. More of you and Jazz. I mean, I hope that you don't get into trouble when uh, you know when you get back home. And no, she's like, my what, wife what? is a hooligan. I'm the calm one. Why the hell were you talking? She's going to peg the living hell out of him. Ben will tell you now. that my wife <laughs> makes me look like the conservative one <laughs> without much. Uh, without a doubt. Anyway, guys, this was really fun. I missed you. Rich, and um, thanks I'll so much. See you soon. It's great having you back. Uh, Gareth will be here next week, and he'll be back from. 
the whole election, the election thing in America. So yeah, that'd be fun. And then we can talk about the all your actual topic for today. Awesome, cool guys. Take it easy. Have a great week. Uh, thanks, Rich. Thanks, Rich. This is CliffCentral.com.